0: Cause me a breakdown, breakdown, oh, breakdown.
1: Hey everybody, this is Luke. And I'm Kurt. And welcome back to another week of The Breakdown. Woo,
0: here we are, another week, man.
1: Yes, and this past Sunday was phenomenal. Yeah,
0: it really was. It really a was a lot happening. I would definitely say so.
1: A lot, a lot happening. You know, worship, worship was amazing. Oh
0: man! And again, we got to be up there again. I yes. love it. I was just like hammering away on my guitar, and worshiping
1: the, the Christmas songs. Oh,
0: I don't know that why. I think Zach apologized one of the services. I'm like, you don't have to apologize for Christmas songs. You, we could sing them all year long, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Amen. I don't know Amen. who doesn't really, you know. <laughs> well, I think I think sometimes, you know, like I I was thinking about this. A lot of. Uh, christian christmas music
0: yeah it's
1: like it's like it's very emotional and like deep and yeah serious and it's like well christmas is joyful all you know? right and, and i feel i love how the songs that we did the the joyful yeah the, the, the joy to the world yep phil wickham and, and then also noel yes um, my they, favorite they, they they bridge that that gap yeah of the joy yep. but then also the seriousness of the moment yeah and and what jesus came here to do i know
0: Man, that Lauren Daigle, Noel, so powerful. I think she did it. I think it's hers, but it's so powerful. Nevertheless, it's a great song. Um, Yeah, it was really powerful, our time of worship, just being there. Sad that worship was, I I was not ready. I was still there, ready to to sing and to play, Mm. and I could not believe we had to get off. I'm like, this is a joke. This never happens. This short. I was like, come on. Let's do some more, but it really was all together, you know. And and we've got to reiterate this, Luke, before we get into a few things. We want to say, um, if you weren't here for a service, you need to go back and listen because we took the 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 audio of Pastor Zach's teaching for a service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. sermon at the end because you got the same presentation from Larry mm-hmm. Van Horn during second service, but you didn't get Pastor Zach's teaching from Isaiah 49, which we will get into a little bit yep, today.
1: Yep. And that sermon is found, you have to go to the the podcast platform yes. to hear it. So it's on HPC Sermon Notes. Yep, You can find that on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or Spotify Podcasts. Just punch that in, HPC Sermon Notes, and you'll see the message from this past Sunday.
0: Yeah. It's actually really cool. I was on there last week checking it out. I never usually frequent that page, but it was really cool. Or wherever you get your podcast, yeah. It's really cool. So again, props to David for all the work that he does behind the scenes to make that a possibility. But we actually, if you do go to the podcast page or go to YouTube to hear Luke and I on the breakdown, we need your help. Now, Luke, people may not know this, but you actually had a desire, I'm going to even say vision over a year ago to make sure that the word of God that's being taught here on a Sunday, be it prophetic, apostolic, which you'll hear more about this upcoming week at Vantage Point. But you wanted to make sure that that could be broken down, palatable, and understood so that people in the body like, oh, okay, wow, I see the depth of what Pastor Zach's bringing, but I also see the practical life application.
1: Absolutely. People
0: may not know that that's where the breakdown came from. This is where it was formed, was a vision and a passion that you had. You came to me. I told you where to go, Zach, (laughs) And and then he released it. Amen. And, and Amen. we started doing it yeah, here.
1: Yeah. And that and that's a I feel like it's a, a I never envisioned myself sitting in this I know. in this seat. Um, but as as I've grown into this and uh as the Lord has worked through me, I'm I'm very happy here. And um, just love what the Lord is doing in me and yeah. through me. Um, and thank you for all of you who have brought feedback yes. uh, on what you enjoy about the breakdown. Yeah, And we're actually looking for a little bit more feedback. So if you could go into that.
0: Yeah, first. so I was going to say, so first of all, you're doing a great job, Luke. I want to tell you, we're coming up on a full year, doing a great job. Keep going. I'm glad to do this with you. But we are, as Luke said, this breakdown is a tool. And like any tool, you want to make sure it's functioning correctly. And so we have put a little survey on our page. If you if you listen to us on YouTube, you can get the survey there. The link will be there. Or if you catch this on the HPC Sermon Notes, the podcast, you will find the link there as well. We would like, uh, Luke and I would like you to go to that link very, very quickly. It's like five or six questions. Yep. And take the survey let us know um, how the breakdown is is doing well and in areas that we could adjust and tweak a little bit again it is a tool as i just explained to help us better understand and bring practical application to the word apostolic or prophetic that's coming forth on a sunday amen so we really could use your help on that so please check it out take our survey it'd be great yeah and a point of encouragement that i would have for
1: anyone that listens to this you and i are are simply at least from my perspective what we do is we model what I would hope and what I know the church leadership would hope that all believers in our church do mm. is that they get together and talk about the message on Sunday. That's we it. cannot just leave these messages that the Lord gives to our pastors or whoever um, has been uh you know selected to to bring a message that Sunday. We yes. can't just leave them here in the in the in the in the sanctuary. That's it. And we can't just leave them in our minds. Like we have to, you know, part of uh, allowing the truth of the word to sink into our mind is is spending time with it. That's it. And seeing how other parts of Scripture support and reiterate the message that the Lord is bringing out on Sunday. And, and we need to do that with each other as well and have conversations well, and apply so, it to our lives.
0: It's so good. I mean, you know, maybe not everyone, you know, post-COVID is getting together a couple times a week or a couple times a month or every week and saying, hey, you know, it was great to see you on Sunday over coffee. And here's the message that was being brought. You know, how how is that shaping up in your life? I know that that's how Jennifer and I live mm-hmm. almost throughout our entire week, which is part of why I wanted to come right. into this Amen. investment with yep. you is I was constantly rehearsing the power and the brevity of the the word that I was receiving on a Sunday and saying, wow, this is touching so many areas of Amen. my life. Amen. But that's because I'm meditating on it. I'm oh, thinking yes. on it. And yes. that's the part we need to do.
1: Right. And and we are all called to do that. Yeah. And the whole, and Jesus has empowered all of us through the Holy Spirit to grow grow and learns that we can be bearers of his word. It's not just for those who have, quote-unquote, had a call to ministry, to work in a church. No, in a sense, if we are are believers, we are all called to be full-time ministers, no matter what we do. Yes. And part of that is stewarding what the Lord is saying to us and how he's equipping us as we attend um, his Providence
0: Church. So good. Well said, Luke. And that is why you sit in that seat over there. Well said, brother. Excellent job. Amen. So we, um, again, the whole point is to get on our website, uh, not our website, but get on our page and Mm -hmm. actually take the survey. We could use your help in that, okay? Uh, Here's the next thing. This upcoming Sunday is Vantage Point 2.
1: I am very excited for this.
0: I'm excited for this. This is where you're going to hear—you and I have spent time dialoguing. Pastor Zach will talk more about it on Sunday. But this is where we're going to hear from the, quote, five-fold ministries that are represented here. And um, Zach and I were actually having a dialogue about this today. We see it in Ephesians 4. We see it in 1 Corinthians 12. Mm. And you can see it in some other areas. But again, Paul writes that Jesus has left these gifts to us, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. And those gifts should be in operation. And when they are in operation— You have this well-collective movement that's actually helping and stewarding what? The equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Right. Right. And so we're going to hear from all five on Sunday. We'll Mm -hmm. hear from the apostolic all the way down to every one of them. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher.
1: And the breakdown show is a practical manifestation of what happens when we follow um, that leadership as laid out in scripture
0: great point that's a really really good point so if you were here this past sunday make sure you're here this upcoming sunday of course i believe larry van horn said that he'll be back so he'll be sharing a little bit more be setting up appointments with you and then we'll be hearing from the Fivefold as well so that's going to be wonderful now if we kind of break down this past sunday and taking a look at everything uh, you're in your 30s, I'm yes? 31. 31. You're yes. in your 30s, man. Yeah, closer to 32 than to 30. With, that's what I'm saying. Once so. you're past 30 and it's not your 30th year, you're in your 30s. Oh, I love the 30s. Yeah, that's great, dude. I felt the same way. Now I'm getting awesome. closer to 40, so it's great. But nevertheless, um, as we're sitting there as 30s, in our 30s mm-hmm. on Sunday, and we're thinking, hey... We're hearing this, this presentation from Larry Van Horn regarding Share Financial, and maybe you're sitting there. Whatever your demographic and you represent, whatever you're representing you know, in, your, in your walk of life, this is really good to come back and say, okay, what is my part to play in this? And, we, and and just to highlight a few points, we're not going to reteach what Larry shared and presented. We want to get into Pastor Zach's word. But one thing you and I were dialoguing about is how important it is to hear this and say, okay, Lord, what are you calling me to do? What's my part?
1: Right, right. Because this is what makes this past Sunday so special, right? It's we're seeing the vision that the lord has given yes. Pastor Zach and the rest of you guys on the pastoral and leadership team of our church we're seeing it start to come to fruition. Yeah. Now part of things coming to fruition is there are practical steps. Yes. And there's money involved. There's building involved. There's there's all co- all these factors. Yes. And we are part of that mm-hmm. if we attend here. Yeah. So there are ways that we are called to be involved practically with our finances, with our time. Yeah. Now, um, all of each of us, we are responsible to be walking that out with the Lord. That's it, we right there. We take in this information. We yeah. take in um, the explanations of how can we participate and buy a bond, or maybe we're called to just give to the building fund, like Zach said. Yes. You know? But that's but that's the point is we have to be
0: following the Lord's leading on this yeah on our own. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you've said a lot of great things there. That's really really important. Is like hey. When this need is presented, and we're now discovering that this is one excellent way to go about it. It's a fantastic way. And here also Pastor Zach was saying, and I believe even Larry said, it is actually better to give because giving to that building fund and for the development and the furtherance right here on this campus is actually one less dollar that we have to borrow. So when you give that, and it's a free will offering, it's towards that building fund, we don't have to borrow that. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really helpful. So this is where... Every one of us comes back to the Lord and says, Holy Spirit, what are you desiring me to do? How is the Father leading me in this? And I would even say all the way down to children. So there was one key question yesterday that I was like, okay, what's the least amount of buy-in? Who? Because it's going to put the mark right there. Who can get involved? And it has to be at least $500, and it can be broken up into $250 increments. So with that being said, if you are south of that, Never, never, never diminish your ability to sow into the kingdom of God. Because if the Lord, if you were sitting there and I just, I, I, had this sense yesterday, right? If you're sitting there and you're thinking, "Oh, so, so I can't become a part of this because I don't have anything north of 500 extra that I could offer," then what you can do is you can actually say, "You know what, Lord, whatever number you put on my heart, I'm going to sew into the building fund. Amen. I'm going to just give it right Amen. there, and I'm going to do it that way."
1: Right, and that's and that's how we're supposed to approach all giving. Yes, I was actually um, one of my friends. He was visiting up from Virginia. Um, his name's Grant, and like we were having a conversation the night before, wow. and it had it had nothing to do with what was happening in in service the next day. But it just reiterates this point that the Lord is uh, is bringing through right now, that we are to be led mm. by Him in regards to how much we give yep. and when. Yep. Um, he was telling me about a sermon he had he had heard one time, and it really stuck with him. And it's the pastor had said, "Don't give ten percent." give 9% or 11%, basically using that as an illustration that (laughs) the number that you give shouldn't just be because you're checking a box of 10%, So good. but you're giving the percentage of your income that the Lord has led you to give.
0: So good. You know, I don't think we have enough dialogue about this, Luke. And I think because Jesus said it, wherever your treasure is, there your heart is. And I think people are so closely, we are so closely tied to our treasure, especially, it's not just a Western culture thing, but I think we're just so tied to our treasure. And one of the greatest days for anybody is learning to relinquish that treasure to the care and control of our Father, who governs you by His Holy Spirit, because you can trust Him. Lord, what are you telling me? How do you want me to give? Amen. And I think that's great. I love that. What a great principle. You're not looking for, did, this is the problem with the Pharisees. We already did it. Right. We did all these things. And Jesus says, actually, you were messing around in your heart. So you you, you right. actually didn't get it right because right. the issue is in the heart. Right. So coming back to the Lord, hearing that, and, and then asking the Lord the right questions, that's a great way to yeah. approach it. And that's why I
1: think th- that's what makes this past Sunday so special. Yeah. Um, I know sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, I had to remind myself, you know, to to calm down because I, I I'm not someone that likes to get stuck in numbers okay. or, or in you know procedures. Yeah, like I, I wanna I wanna get back to you know, what the Lord is, what I what I perceive as like, oh, the Lord moving, you yeah know, more worship, a message. Mm-hmm. But really, the Lord is moving even in these practical Absolutely. things. And so we need to learn to see Him in the practical,
0: in the everyday as well. Can I just say, you just nailed it right there. Can I just say, that is really the secret to living. We compartmentalize our faith and we want to have God over here and we want to have our worship experience over here in this right. compartment. And we want to open up that compartment when we feel like it. But we don't necessarily invade, allow that faith to invade every area of our life so that the Lord is governing everything by his loving Holy Spirit, right? That is a beautiful place to be. Mm. And so it, it then then we're not thinking, oh, this is not worship or this is this doesn't fit the mold. Mm-hmm. No, it all belongs to him. Yeah, in Colossians, I, th- <laughs> I believe I think it's Colossians,
1: Paul says, Christ who is your life.
0: Yes. So not Christ who is <laughs> your Sabbath day. Yeah. No Christ who is your, your life life. Yep. <laughs> it is Christ in you. Oh man, that's awesome. It's good. So so then Pastor Zach kind of came up and end capped. Um anything more on those financial pieces on uh, the share financial? No? No. No, I would just I would just say
1: all of us let's be praying about yeah. what the Lord is calling each of us to do um for for this decision and this giving project and any any giving projects down the road.
0: Absolutely. And that really is it. You talked about it, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I think, you know, again, you got to hear this message if you weren't able to catch it mm-hmm. during that first service. But it was a short 10, 15-minute message from Isaiah mm-hmm. 49. Um, and there's a couple of passages we want to highlight here. But really what it comes down to is, you know, they're kind of the, the prophet is saying, you're going to say, oh, Lord, you have forsaken us. You have forgotten us. And how many times in our own lives mm-hmm. we could say that, hey, there, there's been a time where I felt forgotten. I have felt forsaken. And the Lord is charging and challenging the hearer to say, Could a mother forsake and forget her nursing infant? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, you know, even just verse
1: 13, which we didn't read, <laughs> we didn't, on, we Sunday, didn't read on Sunday, but I think it's important to contrast uh, just just this experience because we, we all experience this. So, verse 13. Um, Isaiah forty nine says, "Sing for joy, O heavens! Rejoice, O earth! Burst into song, O mountains! For the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them in their suffering." Mm. This is this is joyful and comforting and comforting words. Yeah. But verse fourteen, yet Jerusalem says, "The Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us." Mm. And I think we can. All think of times in our life, maybe even right now, yeah. where we're receiving, we're reading the truth of, yep. oh, the Lord is commanding me to rejoice, and he commands me, and, and he's also present, and he comforts me. But how come I don't feel that? Right. How come I feel, well, the Lord has deserted me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah, I know. We feel that. Oh, I know. I, I'm honestly just thinking about some some recent seasons and, and some words that I'm recanting and repenting and thinking, wow, like how could I have felt so forsaken? And I, I don't know about you, but growing up because I knew that it was impossible for him to forsake mm-hmm. me, I wouldn't even voice those words. Right. But there, there was, it revealed my heart when I did voice those words and I was like, wow, I, how I actually don't believe you're going to come through this time. God, I've seen you come through a hundred million times right. in the past. And yet there is this inner fear Maybe not this time. Maybe Mm -hmm. not this time. And acknowledging that helped me see where I actually was and come back to the Lord. And that was true faith to come back Mm -hmm. and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you again because you have never forsaken me. I was young and now I'm old, right? Right, And that's why we
1: have to understand, okay, what is true?
0: I feel this way, but what do I know is true? That's it.
1: You know, the Bible says about our heart, our heart is deceitful Mm -hmm. above all things Mm -hmm. who who can understand it, right? Yeah. So... We have feelings at times; those feelings align with the truth. That's it. And then other Sometimes. times, we have to speak truth. Yes, to, to those our feelings. feelings. That's right. To right? our heart.
0: Good. Well said. Well said. You do. That's so good, man. And and you know, and and the Lord kind of brings us back here, and in, uh, in verse fifteen, it says, you know, can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the child in the womb? But here's the one I really really love that Zach was highlighting. See, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands, your walls are continually before mm. me. You know, just that concept mm. of God, he can't, he can't forsake us. He can't even neglect us. He is ever present and he is watching over us mm-hmm. and watching over his word, standing by his word to perform it. Right. Right. And I, I loved
1: how Zach brought out how the, the engraved, yeah. it, it, it also means to govern. Mm. Right. So, jesus takes ownership of us yes he writes our name on his palm and you know we have that imagery of jesus's nail uh, yep. hands being pierced with nails for us for for the forgiveness of our sins but also this word engraven means he's going to govern us yeah and he care he cares for us and governs us and, and governing to me implies an order it implies an authority so he he takes ownership of us, and he's like, "And I'm going to guide you. I'm going to be your lawgiver, and you just need to look to me,
0: yeah, yeah, it's so good. you know and and then there's this like sudden shift as we're we're reading and listening to this message, and it's like, okay, there is a there is a haste that needs to come in. make haste and get moving now because you can see. What the Lord is doing, if He really is for you, if He really is governing mm-hmm. you, when you know what He has called you to do, mm-hmm. then Amen. you can begin to quickly act. Yeah.
1: Amen. Yeah. yeah. Verse seventeen: Your builders hurry; your destroyers and devastators will depart from you. Yeah. Lift up your eyes and look around. All of them gathered together; they come to you, as I live, declares the Lord. And, and it's this promise: like yes. you're gonna you're gonna put these destroyers and devastators out. Yep. Now the hurrying. Mm-hmm. That's what I find. I, I found so amazing, and it was speaking to me. It was okay. just reiterating, like just so many things that the Lord was showing me uh, over this past week. It's when we know what the Lord is going to do, when we have trusted in Him, waited upon the Lord, like the Scriptures say. Yep. When we receive that word, that that direction, we can go in confidence. That's it. That's what hurrying yeah. to me says is, yeah. I can go in confidence, and I can even go quickly even if the circumstances don't seem to back up the step that I'm taking, mm-hmm. I know it's from the Lord. Yeah. I know in my heart of hearts that this is what the Lord is calling me to do, what he's calling us to do as a church. We can just, we go forward in that in that confidence yeah. knowing that no matter what, Destroyers or devastators, the enemy tries to bring up into my life. Yeah, no matter how many, even even emotions. Yeah, like going so back true. to that emotion thing. Yes, that's a lot of how I think the the you know, the enemy works on us is to try to get our uh, experiential mm-hmm. emotions to not. To to get out of alignment with the confidence that the Lord has given us. No, we just keep going forward, knowing that the that the Lord is going to see it through, and He's going to take care of those destroyers and devastators that Satan has brought into our into
0: our way. That's so good, and, and I want to look at this in the context for just a few moments of both personal as we're receiving this word on Sunday and corporately as a church as Mm -hmm. Zach was bringing it to us and just real quickly looking at it corporately to understand like okay God has and I tell people all the time I believe that his providence church is really and I don't mean this to the against anybody else I just mean that in my observation it has become a safety net for southern new england i have seen that the lord has has been able to bring people mm-hmm. here for healing and deliverance right. as a as a safe and a help and and you're cared for mm-hmm. okay whether they stay or go that that's between them and the lord but i see it as a safety net and so when you see what the lord is doing mm-hmm. then you can make haste to say wait a minute we're we're going to need this river health and wellness we're going to need a school for- right right and
1: and i think I'll, that all has to do with the faith of of our leadership. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the perfection of any of us. Because none of us is perfect, right? <sighs> none of us is perfect. Yeah. And and you examine each of our lives, you're gonna find out, okay, everybody here struggles with sin still. Yeah. Everyone here is still working this out. Mm-hmm. But what is it that makes that makes our church so special is hearing from the Lord and then taking those steps. Yeah. Having that faith to take those steps, yeah. And I, I think I've we've said this before. Faith is not a fruit of the spirit, mm. but faith can grow as we exercise it. I like to think of it as a like a muscle. Wow. You know. Yeah. And as we like work it out, yep. as we work it out, then we see the Lord, you know, meet us. So that gives us confidence to go forward, even in the face of, you know, the circumstances. Yeah. And that's how that's how we end up where, where we are today, where we have a school and a clinic in the same year, and a and a building project. Yep. You know, and and in the grand scheme of things, these are really small in light of eternity, but they're big from our
0: level. Well, well, well they are big in terms of eternity, and you heard they that. are. Oh yeah, they are. They yeah. are. But I mean, I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. But but I mean, I think it's good to say yeah. that, like, because even a couple of weeks ago, we Kim was more. saying, "Yeah, we could do more." Even Kim was saying, "Hey, these aren't just ornaments and bags. No, they're not. These are children. Yes, these are, are real they people. Are. So, yeah. you know, when we think about touching a life." That's touched for eternity. Oh, yeah. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. So to yes. help us understand how important it is, like it really does matter. I mean, looking at and this is what you're gonna hear this upcoming Sunday as we get this mm-hmm. second part of the vantage point to see what God has done in just the three we we began to look as a leadership, just the the three years or two years post COVID, just what mm-hmm. God has done yes. in that time frame. And this is I think where we get that right. hasty hey, let's make case, let's keep right. going. Because right we're seeing the lord move and i do come from a background of let's just wait let's just wait let's just wait let's make sure mm-hmm. and we can sit so long but if we wait for every <laughs> variable to look right then we're never we going to act we
1: stuck and the lord's like okay i'm going to use somebody else who's just going to take a step right oh
0: man and that's the sad part and that's what we don't want <laughs> and
1: that's what and that's uh, just to clarify what i meant by small is you know there's more we can do that's oh, what yeah. i'm saying yeah. like every even the small is is powerful and that's has right. eternal impact so yeah. it's not to despise small or any or anything like that it's just we we need to open our 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 limits mm. to be the limitlessness that we see in from heaven's perspective that's so good that's what i'm saying
0: that's that's what i'm trying to get at no i'm with so. you i didn't have any question of that oh, yeah. i was i was actually more so saying you're bringing up something that's great because mm-hmm. You know, we might be thinking as a listener, oh, wow, like, hey, it really isn't that much; it's a drop in the bucket. But just think about the one life oh, that absolutely. might be changed, and then absolutely. how much more. Right. There's right. always going to be work, mm-hmm. like you're saying. There's more to do, and I, I think Zach has even jokingly said when we brought up the picture of the the soon to be sanctuary, he's like, "It's already not big enough." Exactly, <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's like,
0: oh yeah. man. Oh, yeah. So that's it's just okay hearing these things, and and now we're looking at them. Okay, that's the corporate picture, mm-hmm. right? And I don't mean that corporation. I mean that's our corporate picture as a church. As a as a body but what about personally Mm -hmm. you know i think we all could look at places of our life where maybe we have sensed something Mm -hmm. from the lord and maybe didn't lean enough into we 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 put out all the fleeces we had the faith but we didn't lean too too much into actually acting as quickly as we should have Mm -hmm. and so i think the lesson there if you're kind of evaluating this whole and say what does this mean for me the lesson there is to say okay god i want to be obedient my life may not be perfect, you know. Luke, in in overseeing the school, so many times what I discover is, and what we discover as a faculty is, people are waiting to be activated. Maybe they don't feel like I'm not, I'm not good enough. I can't do that. Well, what's the Lord telling you to do? How is He leading right. you? You know. And along with the training and the development, a lot of it is stepping out and acting. Just beginning to do the thing that He has put on your heart. To amen,
1: do. amen. And some, and you know, sometimes the Lord gives you a big vision. Yep. And that might be for something. He might be giving you a picture of what to work towards. Yes, but to get to that yeah. point, you have to take little steps. There's many little steps, mm-hmm. and that's where it's you know okay. The Lord gave gave me this vision. Am I going to steward it? And am I? And by steward it, I mean prepare myself mm-hmm. to then walk that out, and then take all those little steps to achieve that. Yeah. Right. I, yep. And then, uh, you know, going back to the whole giving thing, this is where we start to we can practically apply this in our own lives. This is where we start to see our faith increase. Yes, right. And the Lord says this: "Test me in this." He does. That's what he uses. He uses that to describe, you know, tithing and giving and our our obedience in that. Mm -hmm. So the Lord wants to prove Himself to you. Yeah. And that shows us where our treasure is. Yeah. Like, where are we really working towards? Am I? working towards my kingdom here on earth, or am I working towards bringing his kingdom here to
0: earth? That's so good. That's so powerful. You brought up an interesting point just a moment ago, and it was this idea that you do have to take the practical steps, Mm -hmm. and you do have to do the work towards that vision. I will say, as a younger believer and as a young minister, I thought, wow, all these great visions of grandeur, certainly the Lord is going to just make them happen. (laughs) (laughs) oh man
1: well he well he will but a a lot of that looks like taking practical steps right and seeking out wisdom I I think this it was this past Tuesday um, Zach uh, and John were up there and, and they and the prayer focus was on you know plans that the lord had placed yes. in people's hearts yes. and, and taking stock of you know what's what does that require counting the cost mm-hmm. and then you know taking those steps like yeah. who who builds a house without first counting the uh counting the cost right so we have to do that if i want to buy a house well i have to get a down payment or i have and i have to look at th- there's practical things like getting approved for a mortgage or Things like that. Yeah. You know, and and they can feel very normal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because the Lord is going to play out through you yep. in normal life, That's right? It. That's it. That's it. So, so whether it's
0: whether it's going to school, whether it's yes. sewing and giving in the small areas to d- develop, right. you have to take those practical steps. I just laugh now and I'm thinking, why did I think it was all just going to happen? Right. And this may have been Joseph's problem, sharing the dreams mm-hmm. to his brothers and family, because he didn't understand yep. there was a process. You know, I'm talking about Joseph oh, yeah. in Genesis, you know, yeah. didn't understand there was a process of training to get right. there. And uh, so, yeah, I just and thought like, that was really
1: if, like an example, too, is
0: like if you're feeling called to disciple people,
1: well, disciple one, yeah. you know, you can that can start now. That's absolutely right. right. Yep. You don't have it doesn't have to look like, OK, all of a sudden you start leading a small group. Yep. Oh, disciple someone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're called to do that. Yeah, it can, absolutely. And again, it's like we were saying before, one life. That's it. The the transformation of one life mm-hmm. has an eternal impact. That's so good. That's awesome, man.
0: Well, I mean, I know some of these passages talking about the the place being too small mm-hmm. and all these different things that were coming up. But hey, all I know is that the Lord is moving and is leading us and our leadership team, our elders are, are really tuning in to be sensitive to the Lord. Let me give you this quick image that just came to me. Last year, I had this vision in this sense, you know, that the Lord had me leaning in, lending my ear, kind of bending my ear. And at first, it was bending to the ground, and it was because he was coming. Mm. He's coming, and so I want to hear his footsteps yep. before he's here. I want to know he's coming. And then halfway through the year, the image changed, and I saw that I was leaning into his chest, and I want to hear his heartbeat. Mm. So once He, we know he's coming— Yep and then we know he's here yep. we want to be right by his side feeling his breath hearing mm-hmm. him and we do that by that sensitivity to the spirit which we're going to see more and more people coming through the doors here mm-hmm. we're going to see more and more needs i don't want to right. give away too much of what's right. coming up this week but
1: right amen and and that's and that's why you know going back to the the whole destroyers and devastators this is why I, I believe the Lord has led us into um, placing such an emphasis on inner healing yes. and deliverance, yes. soul care, yielding, because yeah, our feelings can get out of alignment. Satan attacks us in in our feelings, in our situations, and and uh, all of life is spiritual. Yep. There's spiritual origin and ramifications to everything, but we have the the blood of Jesus because He's engraven us on His hands, so we can we can come against those those attacks from the enemy with the truth and the standing of where we are in christ yeah and then we can bring it we come back into alignment we get rid of the baggage we get rid of the sin we get rid of those un unhelpful habits mm-hmm. and then that makes us able to better even better hear the voice of the lord That's it. stand on his truth and then makes us stronger for
0: the fight our faith increases and we just keep going forward you just quoted like all of Hebrews twelve. Therefore, laying aside every weight in the sin which so easily besets us, let us run with endurance the race set before us, looking unto Jesus, mm-hmm. the Author and Finisher of our faith. He did it. He's the forerunner, and we lay aside that weight. Notice the emphasis is on us. We got to right. lay aside that weight, which is that that personal mm-hmm. deliverance, yielding soul oh, care, yes. and yes. laying aside yeah. that sin that easily yeah. besets us. Okay, yep. repenting, renouncing. The power of salvation is greater than that temptation Amen. to sin. So, hey, so much that's chock full here. I'm really looking forward. Again, great Sunday this past week. Looking forward. We're smack dab in the middle. Looking forward to this upcoming Sunday and the additional vantage point that we're going to get. Any final remarks today, Luke, on anything we've touched on? No, I would just say, everyone,
1: let's just all be leaning into the Lord and lo- listening for his voice and then having the f- exercising the faith of obedience. That's that's really good. You
0: just summed up everything I wanted to say. It's great. It's awesome. Well, folks, I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. And that's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week. And maybe you should pray. I was going to think. Maybe I should pray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Father, we just thank you for this time that you have given us. You're so good to us. You're so wonderful. And we do thank you for Share Financial and Larry Van Horn and Pastor Zach and our elders and the entire leadership team and just how you have led us so far and how so many of us have fallen on the safety net of His Providence Church. It's not that this church is somehow special. It's just that there is a desire to obey and to be active in listening to you. And so you respond to that, Lord. So thank you so much for this church. Thank you for our personal lives as we reflect on Lord, how you might be leading us this week, whether it's an area of actually pursuing the serving you've been dealing with us, uh, pursuing the giving that you've been speaking to us about, whatever it is, Lord, we just thank you that you would make it clear this week as we tune into your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. That's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week.